The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. And we appreciate you joining us on Community Spotlight. We're going to highlight the Charlotte, North Carolina area today and our guest, Sam Nadler from Word of Messiah Ministries. Hey, Sam, thanks for being here. Shalom. Good to see you too, Brooklyn. Yes, shalom. So, hey, uh, Word of Messiah Ministries, you founded that ministry and uh, excited to hear part of your story of how that happened. Uh, so tell me a little of your story of how you met Jesus, uh, because that kind of sets up everything else. Well, it's really God's story, as it is for all of us. You know, I was not looking for God. He was searching uh, like a shepherd looking for lost sheep, and I certainly was a lost sheep. I grew up in the traditional Jewish home, uh, bar mitzvah according to Orthodox tradition. Uh, but in my heart, I had a real problem with God for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, the only family we had were those who escaped Europe prior to the Holocaust. Uh, and so there was a lot of Holocaust issues, a lot of people in my community, uh, intensely Jewish area, uh, a synagogue or a shul on every block. And uh, with Holocaust survivors and numbers on their arms. So it was really overwhelming issue uh, for our community, the issue of the Holocaust. And I could not understand. They were, I was a little boy. I was 11 or 12 years old. And I was raising questions like, how could, we, how could God allow such evil? Uh, and uh, why, why would the God of Israel allow this to happen to the Jewish people? And I went to my rabbi uh, and asked him these questions, and he had no real answers back then. No one really did. I'm not sure the problem of evil is always an ongoing issue, mm -hmm. uh, though in my books I do address it. Uh, the Messianic Answer book, a witnessing tool, I answer all those kind of questions. But back then, as a little boy, I didn't understand, and I thought, that, how could there be a God? Uh, a young Jewish boy uh, is allowed uh, to make his own decision about how religious he wanted to be. And I I checked off the box, not at all. And so I went from appearing religious to becoming uh, an outright atheist uh, during my teenage years. Uh, and I ran into some believers in Northern California. They, they really did get my attention uh, somewhat negatively. They looked like living light bulbs. I couldn't understand how, why they smiled so much. And I was pretty sure there was probably a bad reason why they smiled so much. But they told me how I needed Jesus. And so I played the Jewish card about, that's not for me. Uh, I'm a Jew. I don't even think about that kind of stuff. Uh, but they uh, insisted upon it. I really tried to disregard them. Uh, one night, I was managing a, a nasty place in Eureka, California, called the Snug Saloon. A blood on the floor every night kind of place. But they would come in, these Christians would come in uh, to give uh, the drunks a place to sleep, but they would then try to talk to who's ever still on their feet about Jesus. Uh, our listeners may not understand, but that's bad for business. You start getting serious about Jesus in the saloon, people stop drinking. So I have to throw out the Christians with or without the drunks. <laughs> you understand it's only business, nothing personal. One night, one of them tried to tell me I needed Jesus. I laughed at them, and they said, no, you'll never be happy unless you know Jesus. Uh, and all I could think of was the Holocaust. 
because in my mind, the Nazis were Christians. And even though I think differently now, but back then, I mean, the Nazis were all baptized uh, as infants. Uh, the state church of Germany was called evangelical, though it rubber-stamped all of Hitler's program. So I thought it was a Christian enterprise. And what my ears heard when they said that I should believe in Jesus I thought they were wanting me to go over to the side of the enemy. Wow. Uh, and so I got angry about it and got nasty about it. But this person, even though I thought I got the best end of the deal, this person said, no, he is, the, he, Jesus is the Lord, you need to believe. And I paid no attention. And over the course of the next year, I found myself back in San Francisco and then I was invited to a Bible study. I didn't even know what that was, but I went out of curiosity. When I got there, they were reading Isaiah 53, a portion I had not read, even though I grew up in a synagogue. That's a portion skipped over every year uh, in, the re in the yearly readings. Hmm. Uh, I didn't, had never read it before. When I looked at it, I was just uh, amazed. I thought, and this is what I thought, uh, when they asked me to read it, they said, well, who do you think it's speaking about? As I read it, it seemed obvious it was it was speaking about this Jesus. But I took for granted they were trying to trick me. Nothing could be that clear. And when they finally said, who do you think it's speaking about? I looked them right in the eye and I said, it's a mystery. The Bible can't be figured out. They were disappointed and I was happy. I spent the next year trying to disprove that portion of Scripture. Huh. At the end of that year, I the the I, I I the more I thought about it, the more I became convinced that it was just my prejudice that was uh, keeping me from faith. And so on January tenth, nineteen seventy two, uh, I didn't know what to say or what to do. I was a bad person li living in a bad area there in the Haight Asbury area, and I didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do. But I became convinced. Uh, that I was on the losing side of a spiritual battle for my own soul. And I cried out, Jesus, save me. And, the, and he saved me right on the spot there. If an ordinary Jewish man like myself didn't understand the matters of our Messiah, then maybe God could use me mm -hmm. to speak to other ordinary Jews about the Messiah of Israel. Yes. And that's what we've been doing ever since. Yeah, and it's called Word of Messiah Ministries, based in Charlotte. You know, you talked about there, Sam, that you were confused because you asked, well, how could God do this to the Jewish people? Now, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, Gentiles, have that question of, if God is good, why are there bad things? That is a very common yeah. thing. Now, that your yeah. perspective was slightly different for the Jewish people. Yes. But then you also yeah. struggled with, Jesus. And I think in part of you could probably confirm this, but in your mind, you didn't allow your mind to recognize Jesus as the Christ. And I think that's probably pretty consistent with Jews. Is is that right? Is that kind of one of the main mental blocks for Jews oh, yeah. with Jesus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, so much horror has been done against the Jewish people by so-called Christians. Right. You know, Paul says in uh, 1 Corinthians 5, so-called brethren. And so so-called Christians did so much evil, perpetrating such evil against the Jewish people, that therefore it seems history is telling us he's not the Messiah. But every born-again believer is a living letter of love. 
And if they go to our website, wordthemessiah.org, wordthemessiah.org, they'll be able to get free literature, free help to witness to their Jewish friends and neighbors who have the same bad intel. You know, most Jewish people have never understood, never heard the good news in a way that makes sense to them. Our materials can make a difference. Uh, we've seen Jewish people come to faith. Our work is headquartered in Charlotte, but it's worldwide. I'll be working with a, a Messianic congregation out in California this week. I'm going over back to Israel again, working there. Uh, all kinds of things worldwide that we're doing. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, right where the believer is, in their little Jerusalem, is where they need to be reaching out to the Jewish friends and neighbors. And we want to not only pray for them, we want to help them, we want to resource them, so they can be a more effective witness uh, to the Jewish people in their community. And so, wordthemessiah.org, we will help you reach out with the great news, the only good news for Jew and Gentile alike. Mm. So there's a pastor listening now, and he wants to have that focus, a reminder of reaching Jews for the gospel. What would you say to that pastor about uh, how to make that an emphasis for his congregation? Our mission, we you know, our missionaries, we speak in churches uh, just every single week, every Sunday, uh, in order to encourage and uh, to resource churches in their witness, in their outreach, in their evangelism, in their missions work. And so uh, they can contact our our office, if they wish, you can go to the website, wordthemessiah.org, and we are here to help you uh, in that, as well as reach out around the world, planting Messianic congregations, bringing the gospel to Jewish people where all, wherever they live. Now, if you'd like to learn more about Word of Messiah Ministries for your church or your family, maybe just for yourself as well, to learn about reaching Jews for the gospel— you can do that, wordofmessiah.org, or they also have Facebook and Instagram as well. Just look them up at Word of Messiah Ministries. Uh, and Sam, you've got a book out now. Uh, folks can go to the website as well to get that resource uh, as well too, right? Yeah, we have a bookstore on our website, uh, and we have a whole lot of material, a lot of free literature for people, a lot of books and materials for those who want to study. Our newest book that just came out is Messiah's seven congregations, looking at the seven congregations in Revelation 1 through 3, and how that demonstrates the finished work of Christ, the finished work of the Messiah, and God's unfinished work with Israel. And so that those we have a lot of materials available, a lot of witnessing helps, a lot of books. Uh, check us out. We're happy to be of service to all our brothers and sisters in the body and to all the churches around the world. Thanks for joining us, Sam. We appreciate you. Hello, Braxton. All right, that's Sam Nadler from Word of Messiah Ministries in Charlotte, North Carolina. We appreciate you for listening as well. Again, you can find their website, wordofmessiah.org. Also, if you'd like to listen to previous episodes of Community Spotlight, you can do that right now at thelightfm.org, or you can also listen on the Light FM app. And you also want to say thanks to our sponsor, Turner Business Appraisers, there in Matthews, North Carolina. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800 330 
800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.